Okay. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Uh, it's episode 11. You know, we have one more episode to go until our final episode of season two. You know, uh, we're going to end off season two and start strong with season three. Uh, so this episode is episode 11, like I said. Uh, we're talking about finance. Very interesting topic. We're doing a special collab with Money Makes Sense. You know, a very familiar podcast you may have heard of uh, around St. Robert's community. So... Uh, without further ado, roll the intro music. Ten tens, three high school kids. We don't know what we're doing, but we do it anyways. Ten cans, ten cans, ten cans. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to another episode of Ten Cans. Um, as Nathan said, and as he mentioned, uh, we have a very special guest today. One of the representatives uh, that was elected from. Um, the Money Makes Sense podcasts. Uh, so we're very gracious to have, very grateful to have them on our podcast, um, bringing the podcast community together. Um, actually, uh, their podcast, um, the, one of their hosts came to me uh, asking for advice on how to start the podcast and how to run it. So I found, I found that pretty interesting because um, the topics that we talk about are pretty different and the niche is just like very out there. So um, I think it's, it's really cool that we come together and have a, have an opportunity to record an episode like this. So Alex, you want to introduce our special guest? The very, one of the very own hosts of Money Makes Sense, Ricky Tong from St. Roberts. Hey, let's go. Yes, sir. Oh. Want to give a quick introduction of yourself like the, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yo, my name is Ricky. I'm one of the representatives and hosts from Money Makes Sense. And okay. uh, I'll just give you a, a brief intro for myself. Um, some, of the in- uh, some of the hobbies that I enjoy doing is um, I enjoy taking photos and I'm really into photography. But on this, uh, <laughs> in the meantime, I'm also really interested in finances. And that's why I'm here today to really talk about this topic. Okay, so that was a very, very, very nice uh, introduction by Ricky Town. Um, Our dog. <laughs> so uh we're gonna be talking about a variety of topics that we think that you should know more about um uh, finance uh, how to budget how to handle your money take control of your own finances um I, I think definitely everyone can agree on this that school or the school system here in canada at least uh doesn't educate us enough on like what to do with our money so take this as an opportunity to learn sit down um actually listen for once like maybe you don't listen in class but listen to us trust um <laughs> Like, like class. he's a horrible example guys <laughs> but um yeah who who other than money makes sense to teach us about about money so not only is this a plug but uh yeah just go listen to the podcast like it's, it's it's actually really good and they put in a lot of effort into like their editing um their photoshop like how they make their posts i think it's one of the skills that sets them apart from a lot of people because i see a lot of other podcasts you know it's very minimal effort and um, just doesn't look the same. It doesn't, it just, it just feels like they don't care as much. Um, so I think that's one of the special things about their podcast. But anyways, I'm rambling. So uh, let's, let's get into the first, um, the first umbrella of topics, which is just building good financial habits. So Ricky will, will educate us and we will, we are the students today. We are listening, Papi. Of course. So I guess talking about the first topic about building good financial habits, this is, this is for us, I guess, as youth, not that important as an early stage but definitely it's good to start habits early so i guess on the topic of building financial habits um it's, it's really important to 
know what you really need and what you really want. Um, this is important when you grow up and you, um, in the future, as you soon to have, uh, are you as you soon um, have to be able to pay uh, certain certain fines and certain um, expenses such as groceries and also maybe one day you're speeding and you gotta pay a ticket. Um, these are all things that you have to pay for in life, and pretty much it's really important to differentiate between uh, these needs and wants. And um, I guess a good example of this, to put this into perspective, is that when you go into a mall, you see a pair of Yeezys or something. You got, you got, your sh you got a really pair, uh, a really yeah, cool a, pair of shoes. Use a different example. You'll never see Yeezys in the mall. Okay, fine, fine. Uh, let's say Reeboks, 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 Reeboks. Swag, Skechers, Skechers. <laughs> Very swag. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. Skechers, a really popular um, pair of Skechers, and you see this really cheap Costco shoe. Mm. or something that, that costs like 10, 10, 10 to 20 dollars or something which is which you will probably never find but anyways you, you're on you're on a really uh, slim budget here and you should really know um, that you should really know that with with uh, the 20 dollars differentiated between um, the let's say 80 dollars popular Skechers t-shirt or what am I saying popular uh, Skechers shoe <coughs> Oh, you should, you, you should really know to um, uh, differentiate between your needs and wants. Have you guys have had any other examples like this? Like knowing uh, something really popular and something just really plain, but knowing uh, that you should buy the plain thing over the expensive thing, knowing that you should save your money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I feel like uh, wants and needs, uh, definitely, because like maybe it's Boxing Day recently, right? So I look, I look online, there's all these deals, like maybe a new keyboard, a new sweatshirt, a new car, even the the, the own new TI eighty four graphing calculator, ten bucks off. Oh, so swag! Like it's the color edition as well. And then I want these things, right? But then, uh, when I log into my wallet or my bank account, I really can't afford those things. So I just get the non color version or the bootleg no name chips. You know? Yeah, I think um, it right. comes down to like your your decision making. Yeah. Nathan. Oh no! So I, I will, I will pass for now. Okay. Yeah, it just comes down to like um how you see like your wants and needs, especially when it when it comes down to things like, um, like do do you really need this? Like, are you gonna? I always ask myself like, am I gonna die without this? Like when mm. it comes to like, well, I mean, some things when you like you really want it and you want to like treat yourself like treating yourself like buying stuff like for yourself occasionally, but um things like needs like groceries like parents do, and then like paying bills and whatever, um paying for your kids is like extra your kids extracurriculars and stuff but like when it comes down to do i need this new iphone 16 or whatever when when you have a perfectly good iphone 8 or something um like do i do i really have to upgrade like a great example is a lot of people alex is holding up his biggies as we speak but um uh <clears throat> a great example is like i saw this i saw this one uh, video of an investor or someone who's very very well off and really smart with his money it's like one of those business accounts, you know, those like motivational stuff. Um, yeah. It was like, so like people always say, oh, I have no money for this or I can't afford that. I can't do this. Um, but then every year they say, oh, well, I have to upgrade the new Apple. And then they have a new iPhone every single year. Or they have like an Apple watch for no reason. Or they have 10 MacBooks. Like they have every single generation. Like they, they literally have the Apple product line like on their desk. And then that's a great example of like a human's, desire and temptation taking over their their good judgment or their rational judgment i think uh 
I think like a good example is where I think not not to like call you out or like shame you, right? But you have um fake AirPods, right? Wait, I'm lagging. What'd you say? I lagged or you lagged? I lagged. Oh, okay. Um, you have AirPods, right? Yeah, I have fake AirPods, yeah. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I, think, yeah. I, I think that's a much better investment. Though. You say, like, it's, it's the same quality and yeah. it's basically the same thing. But then you buy for, like, I don't know, a quarter of the actual price of what you would purchase at Apple. So I think those, those types of uh, budgeting and saving is a good technique. Yeah, like, I feel work. like um, yes. people people will give me, like, grief for getting fake AirPods or whatever. But um, I think um, the way I see it is, I mean, have I showed you? Have you felt those AirPods before that I have? No, that, that, was, that was right when you went into quarantine, you know? Oh, that's that's tough. Yeah, I remember now. Okay, yeah, I think I, I, I bought it in, like, January, and it came in, like, March. Well, yeah. it came in March because, well, it came from China, as you can guess. How much um, you buy it for? Uh, 12 bucks. Bucks. I'll show you. I'll show you how nice they are. Hold on. They, they look. They look exactly the same, and they, the heaviness it feels the same. I felt. Um, what is it called? Um, what is it called? Who, who, who do we know that has? Oh, um, Victor. I felt Victor's before, and the, the like. One major hmm. problem of like replicas of this. Also, the light turns on. One major problem of these is that the fake ones. The what's it called? The lid that tends to not have that magnetic feel. Right. It feels really hmm. loose. Because what, what these manufacturers of the fake company, well, the fake replicas, what they do is they don't pay attention to the hinge. And then the hinge here is like, it's like it feels it's like you hear it. It's like, you know that when AirPods first came out, the meme was like, everything yeah. reflects like this. Yeah, you can you yeah, can but, really feel it. But at the end of the day, you know, it, you buy it, so you listen, not enough of that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. like, at the time, I was really focused, like, my mindset was really bad. It was like, focused on like, oh, what other people think, and then I got impressed with oh, yeah. And then I, I also, at the time, my, I kept on losing my wired earbuds. Like, I just found my wired earbuds from, like, 2019 in my jacket pocket that I never check. Like, I, Nathan even knows. Like, I told him I was at the supermarket. But um, I, I just found them. Like, I kept on losing them. Um, so I was like, well, uh, if I buy these, I'm going to feel like I have real AirPods. So I have, like, some sort of prized possession. I'm going to take care of it. So No harm, no foul. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, and nobody, really, nobody really knows that they're fake unless I tell you. So... That's a good indicator. Mm. That's uh, the, the the point is like just like decision making. Do you need this or not? Are you gonna die with it or no? That's that's yeah, a good one. Sure. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Finance is pretty much all about decision making if you really think about it. Because at the end of the day, this is actually like a good segue into our next topic about how to budget. But at the end of the day, it's all about how you really want to spend your money, right? Like it's what what you place it on, and it really controls how you how you live your life. But let's just, let's just move on to the next topic here on how to budget. So um, a really good guide, uh, I guess, to uh, begin bu- budgeting as youth, uh, as students here in high school moving to university, is to really ha- uh, have a good Excel spreadsheet to keep track of all of your expenses, all your, uh, your earnings. Perhaps you have a side hustle or uh, a business like I know uh, Z, Z sells shoes and as well as uh, Yishan and they earn a lot of money from this as well as other side hustles. I don't know from some of my friends, they take photos and they, they can earn money from these photo shoots. And um, I guess taking on these side hustles is really important to keep track of your money because sometimes if you don't, you just randomly lose it. Like you, you'll just keep, uh, you just lose track of it. So 
first step, uh, always create a spreadsheet to keep track of all your expenses. And um, second, second, uh, second step is to set your uh, set your goals, both uh, both short term and long term. This is really important because if you don't really have anything that you're aiming for, like what are you working your money for, right? Mm -hmm. Like you you gain all this money for what? For for nothing, right? If you don't really have a goal, mm -hmm. so it's actually really important to have these short term goals. Maybe it's um like for example, a short term goal can be um I don't know, I want to pay my um expenses uh, or I want to have no debt by the end of next week uh, that that's like saying if you're in university or something but um, a, a long-term goal can maybe be like oh I want to finance a car as, as a young um, as a young student I want to start building up some money so I can buy my own car instead of instead of taking my my mom's car every single day to drive to my friend's house or something and so all these things are really important because like little by little, starting early with the budget, you can start accumulating a lot of money and uh, really use that, uh, like put, put it to good use in the future. And um, and lastly, it's pretty much just adjusting uh, your budget accordingly to how you spend your money, right? This is kind of uh, relates back to our previous topic of building good financial habits. It's all about like having that, um, having that uh, good decision making about what you really need and what you uh, don't need, right? Yeah. So, do you guys uh, do any of you guys keep any budgets? Um, the only time I actually started budgeting was when I actually started earning money. Because to be honest, before that, my parents never gave me allowance. So, like, the only time I like actually wanted to buy stuff, I had to always run it by my mom, and then she would pay for it. Like, whenever I needed like clothes or something, I'd be like, "Okay, mom, uh, can we go buy clothes?" Um, because at the time, my mom was like, "Oh, you're so young. I'll just like." I don't want you to handling money yet. And I feel like that's that's also a problem we can get into like in, later in the podcast. But um, I never I didn't start budgeting until I started earning money. Um, the budget like what I what I said for myself is I remember Ishan teaching me about like this sort of method he uses. Um, I don't remember the the exact details, but I think it's like you have to separate a, a small amount of money for like treating yourself, and then a big amount of money for essentials. Um, uh, and then. There's also some money that you have to like accumulate over time. I remember that's what you said. Uh, so for me, that was, um, so I, like, obviously we aren't like um, at our adult age yet. Like, I don't know, our late, like we don't have to pay expenses, like uh, paying, like owning, owning a house or something. So we, we obviously don't have to pay like bills, but let's say, um, let's say you, you have like, do any of you guys pay for your own subscriptions or something like Netflix? No. Oh, Ricky. Ricky pays for mine, Spotify. Oh yeah, so so we all share some I sort of like. For Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Nathan pays Ricky, Ricky yeah. pays Spotify, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah stay pay. <clears throat> so like, so like, um, me, Alex, and some other friends, and and Nathan and Ricky and some other friends, we all. Okay, the meeting's gonna end in heaven. Good. Okay, Just so fish. We all um we are all are in some sort of Spotify um what is it called family I mean, family. family. Yeah, so yeah. that we can um, listen to Spotify Premium without advertisements, and you can skip songs and all that, and download everything. So that's like a that's that's I guess that's essential because it's something that we use every day. Like nowadays, listening to music is pretty it's pretty normal. It's pretty sorry, not normal, but um, what is it called? Uh, I don't want to okay, normalized. Um, yeah, listening to music is is like it's pretty common. So um, that would I would say that's one of my essentials, and then spending like like treating myself like sometimes I'll, I'll buy myself a coffee maybe like once every two weeks or like once every week uh, i should probably stop doing that though 
because like it's a pretty bad waste of money because I could just buy myself like a I can make myself a long-term investment like buy myself a coffee machine but other than that I don't really spend like you know I actually sold the majority of my shoes because I found that I, I, like I don't really have a use for them um, so yeah the way I budget is basically um, like my, my subscriptions so like Amazon Prime or whatever uh, every month I have to pay that so to set that money aside and then also um, emergency money so always have like some sort of amount or some set amount um, in my checking account or whatever. And then yeah. some sort of amount in my savings account. <laughs> I think that uh, Ricky's point about an uh, Excel sheet is, is really, really good because I think that a lot of people are visual or yeah, visual yeah. learners. So they yeah. need that visual aid to sort of keep track. And, you know, maybe your memory, you can't always trust it. Keeping track of all your payments, all your uh, expenses, income, all that stuff, right? So you, having that Excel sheet right there in front of you, having easy access to it, you can just, you know, scroll through and just get on top of yourself. I guess now budgeting's out of the way. Let's move on to the next topic about taking control of your own finances. And what I mean by this is like, I don't know for a, a lot of us here as youth, uh, most of our money that we really get uh, during, I don't know, Chinese New Year's or Christmas, most of them is just pretty much like your mom goes like, oh yeah, let me take care of your money, you know? Like, I'll just put it in my bank account, you know? You know it's just, like, I'll take care of it for you and you'll get it back 20 years later. You know deep down that 20 years later, you'll, you'll never see that money ever again. <laughs> but like, it's really important to take control of your own finances and really use this money to your advantage because there's a lot of things that, that you can do with this money, such as uh, investing and just accumulating this money uh, um, through, I don't know, through the budgeting technique that I said earlier. But having this money uh, in your accounts can really uh, assist you in many things that you want to do in life. Like perhaps you want to start um, a small company that, uh, that can uh, and also maybe some things that you can buy. Like a lot of stuff you can do with this money instead of um, having your parents take it off. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think um, that, that, that Chinese year one is really relatable. Like, you know, I'll, I'll save, keep your money for you. And you'll never see it again um but uh but like taking control of your own finances is really like um, decide like you need to start deciding where your money goes uh and then like if you it might be like tough for your parents to like finally understand that you're growing up and you need to start dealing with money but um i think it's an opportunity that you you should probably take if you haven't already and um your parents will probably be proud of you at least they won't say it if, you're, if they're chinese but maybe they will um they'll think it yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll feel it they'll feel it but they won't say it they'll just be like okay how um let me try the bus i feel like uh if you uh like <clears throat> parents hold on to their kids money for a long time like even to high school maybe in university like this type of influence like i feel like uh as a little kid you, there's several advantages like uh so you don't buy everybody in the neighborhood ice cream when the ice cream truck, truck <laughs> comes around, right? But then growing up, like maybe in high school, like you want to go out with friends or you invest your money into like, as Ricky said, your own personal gains, like maybe reselling or starting a small company or just maybe just, I don't know, you want to buy lots of clothes, right? But it's in the decision, if it's your money, then it's your decisions. And I feel like if you don't have any exposure and experience with it prior to like, when money really starts cracking down and you have to be budgeting, like say university or like just after you get your you graduate from university and you really need to make a budget spend on your needs rather than your wants wants 
But if you don't have an experience from or exposure to using your money and saying, drawing the line where you stop buying stuff, I feel like the first few months or years uh, without influence from your parents would be really hard on you. Yeah. But it's definitely something you need, though. It's a, it's a skill like, like I mentioned before, the school just doesn't do this. It's like, it's like a life skill. It's something you're going to carry with yourself forever. And if you don't, if you don't start developing it like sooner, then like, I mean, better late than never. Yeah. But if you don't develop it sooner then in the future, when like you, you have like some money coming in, you're not like, um, like scrambling to figure out where your money is going or why, why uh, you have to pay this much money every month. Um, why is the IRS calling you for your taxes? <laughs> Stuff like that. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I just think it's important because, I mean, it might be hard to accept that you're growing up, but I mean, to some degree, maturing feels feels okay. It feels it feels good sometimes. Like you're able to uh, like learn how to adult, if you will. Yes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I guess something that's uh, really important and part of this is to also um, to stay financially motivated, right? So. Yo, cut this, cut, cut this Wait, shit. Cut, no, no, sure, sure, I wasn't looking. Cut this out. Cut this out. Cut this out. Oh, wait, can you show it again? It was the okay, banana yeah, guy. It was the banana guy. <laughs> it was the banana guy. <laughs> Why? We were doing so well. <laughs> I was literally looking at the Google Doc. I glanced to the side. I see the banana. Oh, oh, oh my god. I'm gonna choke. Why? <laughs> Who are you sending that to? Oh, that's a, that's a street. That's a. Okay, okay, okay. Continue, continue. Uh, I'll just restart this whole point because it's easier for Nathan to cut, right? Okay. Uh, and, and something really important uh, that we can build off of this is also to, uh, to stay financially motivated, right? Because. Um, most of the times, you it, it's um, you start to lose uh, motivation to keep track of your finances. You start to get lazy, and a lot of these things you you, you start to uh, lose track of, right? So it's really important to stay financially motivated because in the long term, it can really help you and, and it can really benefit you. Um, I know uh, right now as youth uh, starting uh, starting to learn about finances, I know it may be like really unmotivating in a sense that you're, you're, you're just a student and a lot of this is not going to be uh, it's not really going to apply to you in the next several years until you maybe like uh, reach university and actually start finding a job but it's really important to start early as uh, I really want to enforce this point that starting early um, once you start learning about all these things you can really apply it early in your life and um, one good example of this is um, there's this uh, famous example of how um, if you start um, saving like $3,000 inside a um, savings account with uh, compound interest over like 20 years, you can earn so much just by doing nothing, just leaving your money inside the bank and um, just no knowing this stuff and just simply putting it in a savings account or uh, any other bank, bank account that has uh, some sort of interest will, will earn you big money in the long term. Yeah. And I have some advice I just want to share, like just getting into um, my first experiences with like actually having money come in. Um, the first thing you should do to stay motivated is realize that yes, you're earning money, but like that, like just think about money as a thing that can grow. Don't think about money as a thing you're going to blow. Like just think about like, don't think about 
money as something that you're just gonna once you get it you're gonna spend it like 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 that like once you get it think about like bro this money can turn into like some good things so like your first priority once like to, to stay motivated your first thing you should always think about is how can i grow this money and just think about yo this money can turn into more money and easily i can manipulate things in order to just keep on earning money and then just just think about this constant cash flow um so i think kids are really motivated by like monetary things so if you can earn something or if you feel like you're winning then uh, like young people are motivated so one thing is like nice boxers uh, <laughs> nice boxers <Nathan. laughs> but um <clears throat> the first thing that you can think of is like just just earning money and i mean who doesn't like money it's it's like a greed thing but um everyone's mr krabs you know money yeah. Money, money. yeah. I, I i i don't know how to laugh <laughs> SpongeBob, me boy. <laughs> but um, one thing, the first thing you should think about is just like your constant money flow, and that can motivate you. Second thing is grow your money, don't blow it. Um, just don't be stupid with your money. Um, and if you have, if you, if you, if you feel like intimidated about um, like learning about finance, oh, it's so boring, bro. Just, just think about when your friends have money to spend, and you're over there, like, like, do you want to be the one that's like, yo, can you cover me this time? Like, you know, do you want to be that guy every single time? Eventually, you're like, no one's going to want to go out with you. Um, but obviously, don't, don't go out now. Um, but like, just just stay motivated, be on top of your stuff. Money at some point, it's inevitable. You're, you're going to have to start dealing with it. So um, I think to stay motivated, like I said, number one is think about how you can grow your money. Um, number two, uh, Mr. Krabs. So just, just remember, if, if you can learn how to earn money, then money will come. And then number three is um, to stay motivated by like, uh, I'm sure it's some, uh, at least anyone listening right now, I'm sure you have one friend that's already like pretty, pretty uh, literate in, in finance. So, uh, and they know mm. what to do with their money. Um, yes. And like, if, if you want to copy your, what your friends are doing on like a TikTok or something, then I'm sure you'll want to copy how they're wealthy and earning money. So yeah, you can think about it like that. Okay. Yeah, that's a great example of how, uh, how a lot of people like they want to copy those famous TikTokers. Uh, check out our recent episode on Money Makes Sense, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Oh, subtle plug. From TikTok, but um, I know this this example. It's really easy uh, to simply just make a TikTok and try to get famous, right? So you should really do the same about learning finances and starting early. But I guess the last thing I really want to talk about is uh, investing. And a really good um, quote, um, I don't know, I saw this from uh, one of my Instagram feeds, uh, from Shaquille O'Neal. He talks about, um, here, I quote him, uh, I heard Jeff Bezos say one time that he makes his investments based on if it's going to change people's lives. And once I started doing that strategy, I think I probably quadrupled what I'm worth. So if you think about it in the like NBA basketball perspective as a, as a basketball player you earn like several millions per year right yeah. and having this money like you you just have it sitting there and if you don't really invest in anything it's just going to be that same amount of money and with that like large sum of money or maybe in our case not that large it's still really important to invest in uh, certain stocks that you find and um, as I said before it may be really intimidating to start learning about all this uh, finance and investing stuff. But once you start early and just try to uh, 
dip your feet in this whole um, situation, it's actually going to become really, really easy. And once you analyze the situation, knowing how to invest in stocks is actually going to be one of your greatest uh, life skills. Because um, I know, um, personally for me, uh, I, I feel like if you have a job that pays a, a steady earning, um, having this um, throughout your life without any investment, it feels quite meaningless, right? Just having this little money, like imagine what you could be doing with this uh, extra money sitting in your bank account. Like if you have this uh, invest, if you had, if you start investing uh, with the money that you have sitting in your bank account, you can actually like perhaps retire early with all the money that you've earned from investing and. Like ultimately, in the long run, it will help you out so much. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are intimidated by um, like feeling feeling that it's it's boring. Like I said before, but think about it this way. I also said this before, but um, think about it this way. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, like in- investing doesn't mean like buying stocks. It, it doesn't one hundred percent mean um, like buying Bitcoin or something because not everyone can afford. You're not gonna start out by buying like 20 million, like, I don't know, 40 shares or 50 shares of Bitcoin or Tesla. You're, you're going to start out by like investing, I don't know, maybe your first $50 or maybe your first $100 into something. Um, just think about how you can grow your money. You don't, stocks are not the only way to grow your money. Um, like maybe maybe if you accumulate, okay, let, let's say your, your Asian parents actually allow you to keep your New Year's money on the rare occasion. Let's say, let's say you get to keep your Chinese New Year money and you put it inside like you're like okay mom can you help me open up like um a savings account or something and you do what ricky said you just put in that money and eventually yeah okay it'll grow by like two percent or three percent at max right like per year um but i mean it's it's better than like if you're just holding your money because keeping money in a checkings account is like i'm pretty sure um warren buffett one of the one of the greatest investors of all time he um his his mindset is Cash is like the worst form of, of what is it called? Invest investments because you should always have some sort of asset that will grow in value and not depreciate. So whether that's like, um, it's it's actually it's it's pretty easy if you think about it. Everyone like even if you let's say you buy a, a, a gaming is really really um in right now. Let's say you buy a gaming PC, and down the line, let's say in one year, you end up actually you quit gaming. Then instead of just like throwing your PC to the side. And letting it rot in your in your garage, just put it up on eBay and somebody will somebody will buy it. Maybe mm. like in this down the line, this rainbow keyboard, let's say it goes up in value. Then maybe I can earn ten dollars or twenty dollars, or if I'm lucky, a hundred dollars on top of what I bought it for. Because just think about um, this also like ties into like um, learning how to budget your money. But um, think about like if you buy things, if you buy something for like like cheap, and you can sell it, you know that you can sell it for a price in the future. Then you're not only getting the use out of what you want. But down the line, when you can replace it with something else or when you don't need it anymore, you can not only get the money back for what you spend, but also earn more money on top of it. So um, that's just I, to like not being intimidated by, by investing because all, all it means is I'm growing your money and earning money. And who doesn't like that? I think that, like going back to the budget part, I think that at our young age and at our age right now, like our teen years, I think that being able to get like just getting a job and having an income uh that really just not only for the experience but you know for for learning how to manage money and like how it really comes in and then how to organize it into different like sections and how you spend it uh, in your day-to-day life 
Yeah, because you don't actually know what money, like having an income, some sort of income feels until you actually have it. Um, and then when it, when it starts to come, you, know, you feel pretty confident. And then once it happens, it's, it's almost like a drug. Like who doesn't like money at the end of the day? Everyone's Mr. Crack. So like, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, the, then I think we can wrap it up here. Ricky, do you want to like say the, the main points about what we covered today? Like everyone go, go around and then just, just say some things that you took away from this episode. Yeah, for sure. Um, today, so we pretty much covered um, how to build good financial habits, uh, as well as how to budget some of the basics on uh, creating spreadsheets and having good spending habits. And on top of this, um, taking control of your own finances, as well as um, staying financially motivated. And these are all really important things that it's good to start early and you shouldn't really feel intimidated by. Yeah, I think that what I took away is, is pretty much like what Ricky said, but mainly how we should start earlier and younger. Like the earlier you start, the more experience you get. And then once you get into the real world and you know, the workforce, you'll know how to really manage yourself and not be overwhelmed by the new change. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I, I took away was uh, like investing, especially like those little things, like little actions, like maybe having a visual form of budgeting through an Excel sheet, Excel sheets, investing in a bank, opening a bank account or maybe just getting a job in the first place, right? But the, all these little things accumulate to your, uh, how you are financially and can really impact you in the future. So yeah, I feel like it's very important, very swag. I like. So uh, I think what I took away mainly was staying financially motivated. It's really easy to like see it as boring and like tedious, but it's, it's very important because you never know what could happen, especially with like when we saw last year, well, it's 2021 now, especially we saw last year, anything can happen. And a lot of people are financially struggling, actually. A lot of businesses were as well. So just, just that alone, it's a great example of literally anything can happen. It doesn't matter. You could be on top of the world. The next two seconds, you'll crash. Like money isn't money until you know how to manage it. I feel like that's the main thing that we took away today. So uh, we want to thank Ricky Tong and Money Makes Sense for coming on this episode, giving us this opportunity to, to collab. Uh, this is a, a, a big dream of mine. And uh, oh, Alex is about to dance for us. Thank you, money makes sense. <laughs> look, at look at Alex's camera. <laughs> okay, so uh, Ricky, you have any final thoughts? Yeah, of course. We want to thank uh, Team Cans as well for hosting us here today. That we can uh, kind of impart some of the finance stuff that we want to share to the community. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. Of course. So we well, are, we hope you uh, haven't had a nice New Year's um, celebration at home with your family, and we will see you in. I think we have one more episode. I think. Yeah. Yes. Have a dashing night or day whenever you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so we appreciate you listening to us. Um, tune into our next, our final episode, season finale, and then um, we'll we'll see you after that in season three. Very exciting. Woo! There. Right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.